This ain't your average f***ing online marketing podcast. This is the Dave Sharp Show. Hey, what's going on, my friend? This is Dave Sharp, and welcome to the Dave Sharp Show. In this episode, I am going to give you multiple story-selling secrets, and this just happens to be the ultimate marketing strategy that almost everyone overlooks. Why do they overlook it? because they're always focused on mechanical stuff. They're always focused on what button should I press? What should I click? Where should I post this? When the real secret, the real glue that's going to make people become fanatical over your brand and your product and your service is them building a deep emotional bond with your brand. And the way to do that and to also the way to build the ultimate know, like, and trust factor between you and your potential customers is to share stories, stories of both you and your journey and your product or service story or your company story, and also stories of your customers, stories of people that have used your product or service, and just analogies and parables and stories. And the reason why that is is because we are conditioned as human beings to listen to and remember, connect with, and be moved by story. So when you use story in your marketing, it is like it is 10 times powerful. I mean, there is the marijuana of marketing and there is the heroin of marketing. And story is certainly the heroin of marketing. So, well, I guess I shouldn't say that nowadays. They got some pretty damn powerful pot. But I think you get the point. Sorry for the drug analogies. It's coming from a recovering drug addict. So roll with me here. But with that being said, let's jump into this. I'm going to give you multiple different tips inside of this episode. I'm going to show you how to use plots and places in your story so it's not always about you. I'm going to tell you how to tell a clear and powerful story that is easy to listen to. I'm going to also talk to you if you're a constipated marketer, okay? Uh, you'll know more about what I mean inside of this episode, and I'm then going to introduce you to a man who's actually heard 45,000 stories, and there's going to be something special to learn from him. With that being said, let's rock. This may be one of the most historic places on earth. As a matter of fact, I've got a beautiful photo in my kitchen of this park and how it dominates such a large part of the city. We were just talking a second ago, friends and my wife and I, about using uh, spatial anchors and environment in your stories uh, to be able to help tell your story and to be able to weave in uh, the story of the environment that you're in or that you're a part of. See, storytelling is not always about a a human story, per se, your story. It can also be the story of the environment or the landmark or things that happened at that place. And I think so often, because human beings can be self-conscious or insecure or self-absorbed, right? Uh, that sometimes we forget to interweave uh, stories of landmarks and environments and situations and other people and things that have happened in certain locations or in scenarios that, you know, we miss a lot of opportunity. And one of the great ways that I've found to take a lot of the pressure off myself, and as you've seen a lot of my stories and, and people that I've interviewed over the years who are great at storytelling, 
don't even tell their own story. That's one of the most fascinating things I think about storytelling is in the art of storytelling and the art of getting good at storytelling is is that you begin to see the story in everything that you do and everywhere that you go and you realize that uh, everywhere that you go has a story and every single person in the world has a story and you know when you begin to see the world through that set of glasses which is one of the ways that I like to refer to as one of the benefits of, of becoming a great marketer is that you get to begin to see the world uh, through a, a different set of lenses, uh, you begin to see everything as sort of a, an opportunity to tell a story. And I think that's ultimately what uh, marketing is really all about at its core is telling a product story, telling a person story, telling a, 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 a company story. As you're honing your storytelling skills, uh, remember on the journey of perfecting your storytelling skills, um, and I guess I shouldn't even use perfecting because there is no perfection and you'll never arrive. And one of the beautiful things about story is, is they don't need to be perfect. Like it's actually better if they're not. And I think one of the things that we forget about story is, is that uh, perfect stories and stories that nobody can relate to are not the most popular stories, are not the stories that people like to listen to. It's grit, it's challenge, it's overcoming things, it's the hero's journey, which each and every one of you have, and so do I inside of my own life. So, a lot of things that I'm touching on and ideas are just kind of coming to me as I'm walking around in this beautiful space here, uh, looking at these buildings, which, you know, you can't really see, but uh, there they are. I, I think that remembering this wildly important piece of storytelling um, skill set is 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 really a huge piece of relieving information because again it takes the pressure off of you um, as, as you further your career in marketing or building your business or your personal brand you know you're gonna people most of the time one of the biggest things they challenge they, they struggle with is well I've run out of things to talk about but when you learn how to leverage other people's stories and you learn how to leverage situational stories and environmental stories like like the store how many things happened in Central Park like how many things could I talk about on this video then you begin to really realize that there's an endless amount of things to talk about take a little pressure off of yourself realize that it's not so important that you are the centerpiece but you don't have to be the main character in every single story that you tell right you can learn to leverage environments and situations and locations and things like that to be able to uh, help either uh, make them be the focal points of your story or uh, let them be a part of your story and people love to hear those things right if you look at some of the most viral content on the internet these days it's about people's stories it's about the history of locations and such so there's no reason why you can't leverage that too and being here in this wonderful place reminded me of that and I want to share that with you I hope you're having a great day leave me a comment if you have questions and I'd love to hear more about the story techniques that you leverage and how you've gotten better or what you're afraid of with telling your or other people's stories all right my friend hey look being in New York City and being around so many people I think there's almost 9 million people uh, in New York City and there is an incredible amount of diversity here and when you're telling your story which should be a central part of your marketing message you really <laughs> 
there, there's really so many things that could go right and so many things that could go wrong. The reason why I love story, just so you know, and why it's so important and why I talk about it so much is because every, but like 99% of marketers are focused on the mechanical elements of marketing and the dynamics are what really matter. I'm talking about this for almost a decade. Dynamics of your marketing and your and who you are inside of your business are what matter. One of the things that uh, I want to give you today is a gift of simplicity in your communication that I think if you listen and apply is going to change the game for you. So when we're looking at all of these different people, which being here in Central Park and if you've ever been to New York City, uh, you really understand the diversity and it gives you sort of a good, a good reference point to understand what I'm saying. But when people are listening to your content online, I mean, they could be of multiple different backgrounds, cultures, ages, and there's there's some really powerful tactics that you can use to be able to make sure it lands. One of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is overcomplicating their story and their messaging. It really takes a conscious effort to stay on point, and it really takes a conscious effort to be clear with your communication and your storytelling to really give a beginning, middle, and an end to the stories that you tell. And the reason why that's so important is because we as human beings are sort of uh, ADD in nature, both in the way that we communicate and also in the way that we behave with our environment. So for example, most likely if you're on desktop computer right now, you have multiple windows open. Most likely if you're on your mobile phone right now, then if you were to see how many different apps you have, it's probably 10 plus because we go from app to app to app to thing to scroll to refresh to check email to back to Facebook. And nowadays it's even more important than with your story and with your messaging that you're clear, you have a beginning, middle, and an end. One of the things that I like to that I like to utilize and remember what I'm communicating is that I try to never make a point without telling a story and never tell a story without making a point. And one of the things that that reminds me of is to keep it simple. So when I'm telling a quote story and when I'm telling my story or when I'm telling somebody else's story, I'm really trying to pull just one story out of that person's life or out of my life to relate to a certain situation. And I think this is the big missing piece that people don't remember about telling stories and using stories in marketing is that it's not about giving a biography in every different marketing message. That's a great example of a surefire way to lose somebody. If you try to take them on a million different paths or, or make a million different points, what you wanna do is you wanna make one point because that's enough for most people to take in. If you think about some of the viral videos the most impactful movies, the most impactful books, the most impactful conversations that or experiences that you've had, you really took away not three, four, five, not dozens of points, but really the human mind is only really capable of taking away one learning lesson or one point from each experience. And so if you can really land one point, right, from one story that you tell with each message, with each email, with each ad, with each video, or with, e with each webinar or sales video, and you really, really, really focus in on that point using one story to communicate, improve, or to, as an analogy for that particular point, then it's gonna change the game for you. And what that's also gonna do is it's going to give you a focal point to, to, to really focus in on when you're communicating because if you're anything like me, you have a tendency 
to go off on tangents and you have a tendency to get distracted. And really, I like to think of when I'm telling a story, I've got a starting point. Again, that's the, that's the beginning of my story. I've got a middle point, which is the road that I'm taking to get to the destination. And then I've got a finish point, which is the end of my story. Beginning, middle, end. And I'm taking somebody in a, in a absolute straight line and maybe, let me take that back, there might be a couple of weaves, but there's not circles and loops and hard right turns and left turns. I'm really trying to take somebody from point A to point B to end them at point C again, beginning, middle, and end. And when I simplify my communication and when I clarify one focal point, really focus in on that one point, using that one story to illustrate it, it just, it's a game changer. So if you're trying to figure out how do I use more story? How do I, um, you, you know, how do I make sense of this story, this art and science of storytelling and how do I use it in my marketing? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. It's one story at a time. One story per email, one story per ad, one story per video, one story per webinar. You don't need multiples, right? You, you, you know, you don't want to overcomplicate things because if you do, you're just going to lose people. I am still here in the middle of Central Park and it's just a beautiful day and I'm really inspired and it's a perfect time to be here because this week we're talking about story and we're talking about using story in your in your marketing and your messaging and how do we perfect it and one of the things that you know I, I work with people on whether they're trying to build their business, whether they're a CEO trying to take things to the next level, whether, whether they're a startup marketer that's just trying to get in business and make their first sale. One of the biggest things that I work on with people is becoming not so emotionally constipated. And the reason why that's important is because business and marketing is all about communication. And quite frankly, I think that life is all about communication, but that's a whole nother video. So if I'm using communication and I'm communicating to other human beings who are really driven and fueled by emotion, then it would only be intelligent for me to use uh, emotion inside of my storytelling. One of the things that will help you to be a much better storyteller is to actually weave in emotions. And as you become more masterful, you won't have to point out the emotion because the stories that you tell will bring out a certain emotion. But one of the things that I like to do uh, as I'm, and I still like to do this, but I really like to do it as I was learning how to perfect the art of storytelling, is I like to actually identify the feelings that I was feeling inside of certain segments or chapters of a story that I was telling. If I was talking about back when I was homeless and I was addicted to drugs and I was running the streets and I was broken and I was broke and I was feeling hopeless and I was depressed and I was sad and I didn't know if there was any real hope for my future or for me to have a family or for me to have a career. And I'm gonna step outside of that story now and point out how I actually said the emotions. What that does is that, you know, helps somebody actually connect to another time in their life that may not have been the same exact situation but where they were they were feeling the same feeling. A lot of times what I like to do is, is I like to just come out flat out and say in, in the middle of my story, have you ever felt like that? And if you have, I'd like to take you throughout this, this story and show you how I overcame that or whatever point I'm trying to prove uh, or, 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 uh, or communicate to, to my audience. 
So why is that so important for you to become emotionally unconstipated? Because it's important for you to be able to identify your feelings. And it's important for you to be able to identify the feelings that you were feeling when you were going through whatever you were going through in the story that you were telling. And so this is a lifelong process. I mean, especially for us men who are taught to never feel anything and kind of stuff our feelings and just put on a John Wayne face and light up a Marlboro cigarette, it's really an impactful uh, strategy uh, because, you know, not only does it help us to become a better communicator and a better storyteller, what we actually also find is, is that we were pretty much lied to uh, in our upbringing, that stuffing our feelings and acting like we don't have them actually makes us feel like we want to implode. <laughs> and in turn, we actually explode on people. And so this is a therapeutic process, man, even though that's not really the, the business that I'm in. And, uh, but, it's, but it's helpful and it's useful. And it's important in whether you want to, uh, you know, whether you want to become more okay with yourself and you want to heal some of the parts that uh, have maybe been traumatized in the past uh, and become a more uh, full version of yourself or whether you just want to influence people more, to use the, the here's what I'm feeling and here's what I felt and here's what I found. Um, we call it the, uh, in some, some instructors call it the, the feel, felt, found. I felt, I feel, I found. Uh, strategy and you can do more research on that or maybe I'll shoot another video about that but learning to identify the feelings that you are feeling inside of your story uh, will give your listeners a context point to say yes I actually felt like that at one time too and it will just create connection people want to connect with people who they can identify with and feelings are the deepest most powerful connection point for human beings right we gather at funerals and we all feel sad right we gather at births or birthdays and we all feel happy and that's a place that we come together not really because of the event because of the way that it makes us feel hey, what's going on guys this is David and I am here with Brandon and what's your last name Brandon? Doman so we were walking down this really cool street, which you can see it's kind of like a, a market fair today. And, um, and we came across this kind of odd setup here and we love storytelling so much. And I've of course been able to take my message, uh, my mess, I always say, and turn it into a message. Right. And, uh, and so you kind of are doing something similar. You've wrote a bunch of books. Tell us a little bit about what you do. And then I've, I've got one or two questions about story. So what is this and what have you done with with, with with your passion around sure. story over the last few years. So this is something called The Strangers Project. It is a collection of handwritten anonymous stories that people share from their own lives and experiences. There's over 45,000 stories that I've collected so far and I share those stories every day online and in installations all around the country. All right, so, um, so what I wanna know is why did you get into this? I've always just been curious about people and their stories. Uh, I didn't have a grand plan when I started it. I just thought it would be a fun little thing to invite people to stop and share something. I was fascinated with not only what people were sharing, but seeing how the whole experience was resonating. So yeah. I did it again and again and again, and here we are 45,000 stories later. So tell us one story about one of the stories that you got that is like your favorite or just one of your favorite yeah. moments. I can't pick out a favorite story because I read every single one. There's over 45,000 and they're about yeah. everything you could imagine. Right. So it's just impossible to, to pick and choose because, you know, some of them are funny, some of them are emotional, some right. of them are inspirational, some of them are tragic. It's just all the realities of people's lived experiences. Um, but I would say just find any single one yeah. and that one's probably going to stand out to somebody. 
So one last question. Sure. How have you transformed in terms of either your compassion or your uh, your outlook on the world through reading 45,000 stories? Yeah, I started curious, and if anything, I'm only more curious now, but in a great way. You know, I've seen that we have a unlimited capacity to connect with one each one another. Uh, when I set these spaces up, everything's written in person. So these aren't mailed in or sent right. online, and I wow. create these walls where hundreds and hundreds of people every day that I set up will come and spend sometimes hours reading stories. And these are all people that we might normally think are very different from ourselves and one another. But when you read these stories, you can empathize and relate to everyone, and you can see a little piece of yourself in every story and so just seeing this unlimited capacity we have to connect with one another and pay attention to each other's stories and to celebrate our own stories yeah so where can people find your work so the best place to follow is on Instagram besides on a street right yeah. in New York out City. in the real world is the best way but uh, Instagram is where I'm most active it's strangers P-R-O-J but the whole thing is called the strangers project Got and it. just strangersproject.com cool man alright thank well, you hey, so much let me shake your hand dude Awesome. This awesome is so great. Work. Nice to meet awesome you. Awesome work. All right. Thank thanks, you. man. So I would, I would recommend that you guys go and give this guy a follow. And the reason why is because if you have a chance to read other people's story, one of the biggest things that I encounter over the have have encountered over the years of of working with people and listening to them speak about themselves in their story, the number one challenge mental hurdle is well I don't have a story and what I think would be powerful in just even reading a couple of these stories it's posted with this guy's work is that you can see that anything can be a story every part of your life every day is a story and story is not only one of the best ways to, to connect with people in your business and your marketing to tell a story about a product but I think, and this is why I asked him, how has it changed you? Because for me, the more that I learn about people's stories, the more that I'm able to empathize and connect with people. And in turn, the more I'm able to connect with myself, right? Because it brings out emotions and it brings out, I mean, because I think the world really kind of um, has a weird way of sort of kind of having us stuff our feelings down to where we kind of just operate in life and it becomes this big kind of, you know, mental masturbation thing to where we're always just overthinking everything. But story brings out the humanity and the emotion in me particularly. And so it's a it's a very therapeutic process. Our friend just over there a second ago said one of the most, um, uh, you know, invigorating moments she ever had was, was actually being in this exercise with this group where she had her name chosen and she actually told her story. So that was just one time that she can remember when she told her story and it was powerful. There was actually a, a study done that they were trying to help uh, uh, you know, people with PS, uh, PTSD, uh, warriors and, or uh, soldiers, warriors, warriors too, soldiers, and one of the most therapeutic things that they found that worked was just getting them around telling their story to, to other people, to other soldiers and to people out in society. Mr. Rogers used to carry a quote around in his pocket from a social worker that said, um, there isn't a person you couldn't learn to love if you heard them tell their story. Yeah. And I think that can include you, yourself, yeah. you know? Exactly. Yeah, I think that so many, so many people, um, including myself, before I really started telling my story to the world, I didn't know myself. 
and oftentimes how can you love a stranger right so I think a lot of success in life I don't know how we define this whether it's a number in the bank account whether it's materialistic stuff like that's not really what I grade myself by but each and every year I and my wife and I have found ways to love ourselves more deeply and in turn which I just wrote my story so maybe if you go and read this guy's work you'll see our stories too it, when I'm able to love myself more deeply I'm able to love people more deeply and I think you could you would attest to yeah. my love deepening for you as not I be, figured out how to become a better husband but as I figured out how to love myself yeah. better and all of that has come from connecting deeper with my story and then having more compassion for myself because I'm like holy shit life is hard yeah. like I've been through a lot of shit and I've overcome a lot of stuff we yeah. both have actually and so have you this was so cool I'm so glad that we stumbled upon it yeah. All right, guys. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for notifications of new episodes. And if you'd leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you want my number one recommendation to make money online, then head over to DaveSharpShow.com and download the free report. I'll see you on the next episode.